Welcome to the Life Next Level podcast, a short and informative podcast in which we'll discuss topics to help you with personal growth, mindset, motivation, productivity, inspiration, and even a good dose of health and nutrition. Sometimes a few of my awesome friends will join me to discuss a topic. Others, it may just be a couple of us, and yet others, it may just be me and you going through some of my articles and blog posts because, let's face it, friends are only friends until they have a happy hour that's more important than podcast night. No matter the format, each episode is designed for you to take just 10 to 15 minutes out of your day to live your life next level. I know, cheesy, right? Hey everyone, welcome to the Life Next Level podcast. This is a little bit of a different iteration. We're doing a Life Next Level happy hour. Um, we have we have a couple of different iterations. So we have the um, one-on-ones with Ethan. We have me reading my articles for some reason because I'm bored maybe. And we have our happy hour where we grab a couple drinks, a couple friends, and, and we talk about a couple of subjects. So with me today, I have my buddy Suf, my buddy Brody. And a uh, little known fact, Suf, you probably know this, but... Brody was the first person that I met in the North Loop because he showed me my damn apartment. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yep. Darren and I showed us one one at Topham, yeah. actually, and then the Elsewhere Warehouse one, which fell in love with. So the clincher. Yeah. So how are you guys doing? Doing well. Doing well. Uh, even more important, well, Soup, how are you doing? I know you're busy at work, so how's, how's, how's I'm doing okay. We we uh you know we opened up a schedule a little bit so i'm not nearly as stressed but uh it's it's been negative something so i'm my plans to uh go outside have been severely curtailed yesterday i went to uh you know instead of walking four blocks to get some coffee i got in my car and drove four blocks to get the coffee (laughs) you know good decision i saw part of that conundrum go down on on group chat (laughs) it was a group decision i saw (laughs) it was a group like affirming and giving me permission to do the silly thing and drive there and i'm so happy i did it, it was, there's no shame uh, involved right no it wouldn't have been fun outside yeah. and uh Suf, still sorry about your bills that still got to sting a little bit that was tough um, um it would have stained worse to have made it to the super bowl and lost yeah that would have been a, that would have been yeah. a better game than i think was but i if if they're not gonna win the super bowl i want them to lose where they did <laughs> <laughs> there could have been a whole different Super Bowl, man. There could have been I, think so. I think so. Like, I could have been Packers Bills. Championships. I can't take losing Super Bowls. Yeah, yeah. I think that would sting worse. I, Being I a Viking what, fan, I, luckily, I, I haven't felt that sting in a long, long time. So, <laughs> I, I, I am honestly feeling the opposite. As a Packers fan, I wanted them to get to the Super Bowl, at least have a chance at it. You've yeah. won once. Yeah, true. I just I couldn't take a fifth one. Just it's been a tough, tough run for the Bills. I get it. Yeah, yeah, but they're gonna be they're gonna be back next year, stronger than ever. So, um, and Brody, I just want to say like we 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 owe you a congratulations because because you got a keto on the way, man. That's that's amazing. Yeah, we are literally days away. Uh, due that's date is due date is is four days from now. Three days from now. Four days. Uh, That's exciting, man. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Super happy for you. You'll do great. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, so the subject we're going to talk about today, to get into it, not bore our uh, one or two audience members with with our um, with our personal lives, is 
So give the audience a piece of advice that you hold dear, something that maybe helped you through hard times or, uh, you know, it could be, it could be a quote, it could be, I mean, it's something you heard from a friend, something your dad told you, you know? So, um, I don't know if you guys had a chance, most of the chance to think about this, but, uh, Suf, I'm going to start with you. What do you got? Yeah. So something I learned a long time ago in college is, is that, uh, really, the, the reason why people think they're going to feel embarrassed on something is is the worry and anticipation of it, but the actual activity itself or, or whatever generally doesn't come with embarrassment. And uh, the way I learned that um, was uh, hosting and being invited to a large number of naked parties. And basically, you show up at the house. Um, <laughs> and then time out. Time out. What? <laughs> naked parties. That's what I just said. <laughs> what a naked party is. So you show up, it's, it's a house party, right? And like you're thinking, oh, this is going to be really hot and sexy. And, and you show up at the party and it's like a like lights on party. And the main difference is, is when you walk in the door, everyone takes their clothes off except for their shoes because, you know, glass and things like that. And you spend most of your time really trying very hard to maintain eye contact the entire time. Right? But like, like the thing is, is like, but but here's the deal. Like everyone does this and everyone like you one thing you learn is like nobody's body is perfect. Right? Like like again, you are more worried about these things and reality is very different than what your worry and imagination is. And um, so, but again, like the anticipation, I think most people you talk to would say, no, I would never do that. Right. And the reality is, is it's not a very sexy party, but what it is, is it's, it's something that sort of like shakes you loose of your preconceptions and worries. It's like, Hey, I can do this. The rest of this stuff is probably not a big deal. Right. Like I don't have to be worried about this. I don't be embarrassed about that. Um, and I gotta tell you, uh, I think there was a group of people in college also that just did like, you know, naked home at the dorm life. There's something very comforting about uh, just like being naked at home. Now, you can't have leather furniture. That's the really downside to it. Everything you said is spot on. Like, really, everything people are scared of, uh, you know, public speaking. I, I, I was definitely afraid of public speaking. Still am, to an extent. But, you know, I went to some classes, and um, and within those classes, it was hard. But at the end of the day, like, you, your brain goes through all the worst-case scenarios, right? You play this worst-case scenario game with yourself, and you're like, people are going to laugh at me. I mean, I, I'm going to fall on my face, like whatever it is you're doing, you go through all of these worst case scenarios and it's never that bad. It never ends up being that bad. And it's just, it's just kind of what you, you do to protect yourself, to keep, stay comfortable. Um, but that's a, a great idea to get, to break that out of someone. I've never heard of that before. How have you never told me about this before? I never came over the conversation. We've had many things to talk about. I mean, you don't know literally everything about me. <laughs> I, I feel I like this is something I should know. <laughs> I, I bet you Brody does, actually. <laughs> Did you already know about the naked parties, Brody? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you? Oh, yeah. Definitely. But, but honestly, Definitely. the only reason you know is because Molly read an article about it and said, is this real? And I'm like, yeah, of course. Right. I mean, <laughs> we also did naked... Uh, 
for, for finals, when people were studying, we went into the library, took off all our clothes, and walked around the library and handed people candy to help them, you know, sort of get prepared for studying. It's, oh, man. That's definitely went to their own school. And you would think, <laughs> you would think that would be like some crazy state school, right? Like, but no, no. <laughs> Yale. <laughs> right. Yeah, you're right. Wow. That's pretty awesome, though. I, I like it. Um, wait, I have to take a break because I just saw you. I saw you take a drink, Brody. What are you guys drinking today? Because it's it is uh, the happy hour version. Happy so. hour. Yep. I got a little uh, red wine. It is. It is shortly after Valentine's Day. Still on the theme. <laughs> yeah. I have a warm flask of chocolate mint tea because I'm tired and I can't uh, drink alcohol. I knew it. I, I thought I saw. I saw. I thought I saw something that wasn't alcoholic, Suf. You're shamed. You're pu- you're probably shamed right now. I but think it's you probably have to work after this, don't you? I'm going to. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Um, I am drinking that House stuff. H A U S. Is it good? It's all right. I mean, it's you know, wine doesn't wine just messes me up. Like if I have a few glasses of wine, I can't sleep at night. It's just like, I don't know if my, my body is like pumping out the sugars or what, but I'll just wake up and my heart's going crazy. So like if I want to have a few drinks, I, you know, and I don't want to have bourbon and get <laughs> loopy, um, it, I, I would try to go to wine, but that kept happening. But this doesn't have that effect and it has a little more, it's a little stronger than wine. It's not bad. Um, yeah, I can have a little problem with paying $30 a bottle for something that doesn't last that long, you know, whereas yeah. bourbon would last longer, but anyway. Okay. What, Brody, what do you got, man? What, what, what piece of advice would you give anybody listening that, that that's yeah. you in life? Sure. Well, mine's going to be a little different than Soup's. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you can't <laughs> top it. We should have had Soup go last. No, uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, all right. So my, my advice is more, more so like what I do, um, especially during the pandemic, I mean, throughout my life, this all continues to come up, right? Like everything does. But I would say the uh, advice or what I do is I journal. I'm a journaler. And um, the funny thing is, every time I write a journal, like sometimes I'll take little breaks, but every time I write it, it usually comes down to I need to do this. Like the, the advice I give myself is I just need to be getting this my thoughts on paper ask myself questions and the way i journal is questions i ask myself questions like all right i'm frustrated what am i frustrated about i just i just purge i let it all flow and then i'm like okay why am i why is that frustrating me why am i you know and i just keep peeling back the layers of and i challenge my thinking so much like super saying like you 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 think that you're you're you think things are so much different or they're going to be so different you you have these outcomes or these perceptions that you have but really you know it's just made up it's just your thoughts you know it's just it's just your one perspective and we're all really good at giving each other advices or our advice you know we're usually when somebody comes to you with a problem you got all kinds of answers well chances are you've got the answers for yourself you just not ask yourself the right questions so that's me i, I like to journal and i i'm a I don't do it often. Like I don't do it often enough, but when I'm really struggling, that's my go-to. 
There's a classic piece of advice where it's similar to what you're describing, where um, <clears throat> instead of saying, what are you going to do? Or what should you do? You say, what would you, like someone else tell you to do? Or yeah. what would you like if you were someone else to tell yourself what to do? And it changes how you think about it, mostly because you um, pull a lot of the emotion out of it. Right. So it's not how you feel about it. It's OK. Like what makes sense to do when I'm not, I, what I'm dealing with isn't clouded by how I'm feeling about it. Totally. Yeah. We all give this meaning, right? So there's what is, and then there's what we create around it. Right. So getting to the heart of the actual issue, you can look at things without the emotion. Absolutely. Do you, do you find that it's, it's more useful for you to do that writing versus like talking or thinking about it? Does that like solidify or crystallize yeah. it in some manner? Yep. For me, for me, writing makes it real. Otherwise I just, I ruminate like it just goes over and over and over. I'm, I'm asking myself questions all the time in my head, right? That I'm questioning myself, uh, doubting myself. You know, it's always the, the, there's the constant monkey mind, right? But by, for me to get it on paper and I like actually, it, it slows me down. It forces me to really pay attention to what I'm asking myself and, really provide answers versus just maybe this, maybe that, maybe that, you know? And I bet that you actually like write it with a pen or oh, yeah. a pencil versus if you do it digital, it's, it's not locked in. Right. So like you could change it. <clears throat> yeah. And, and t traditionally, yes. So traditionally I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, you know, traditionalist when it comes to journaling pen paper. Um, but I've recently got into uh, the pen zoo. It's, a, it's an online journal it's free um and i actually i mean i'm enjoying that so i'll also use it as a way it, it, it helps me to capture things in a, in a place and i can label them and so i'll even go in there when i'm making notes like i want to start a little business doing this you know okay let's just you know barf out a bunch of notes on this what do i need to research what do i need to understand what do i need to to learn and I'll just like, I'll, I'll actually do kind of a little bit journaling session with that. It, for me, that's just how I get things out of my head. Otherwise I feel like I'm just spinning my wheels, but yeah, so I, but, but traditionally I have been just pen and paper, but I have since been doing, so now I do kind of a combination of both. If I really need to just like get deep with myself, I just, I hunker down and I, I just scribble. You know, there's there's something there's a lot out there about um, actually the physical act of writing being very therapeutic and it helps you to remember better than like just typing on a, on a keyboard. So when I was when I was uh, this is a little bit of a, uh, off topic, but when I was practicing blogging and writing for blogging, one of the things that my coach told me to do was find a really good blogger or a really good writer like a Stephen King esque writer or a blogger and write um some of their blog posts, like write them out. And man, I haven't yeah. written stuff for, for 15 years. Like who writes anymore? So my, my hand gets tired in like 10 seconds, but you know, I just write it out and there's something there, you know, there's something to be said about that. And I think it kind of, um, it gets you deeper in your emotions as well. Like it's, it's more, it's, it's more personal than like typing. I, I don't mm -hmm. know. That's kind of how I feel. Um, well, and to commit something to words that you're going to write out, like you, you kind of sort through some of the bullshit too, right? Like sometimes I'm like, 
I'll I'll do my thought process. And I'm like, you know what? It's bullshit. I'm making excuses here, and then I then I write out the the stuff that you know I'm realizing and I'm and I'm I'm understand coming to understand, and that to me is it, you know you're also you're you're trimming off the the bullshit. You're kind of working through the bullshit. And you're and you're giving yourself some declaration like this is this is my discovery and this is what I'm committed to doing or you know, whatever. You know, it's just like my aha moments that I'm finding out for myself. I'm, I'm committing to, to, you know, pen and paper. It's, it's funny because to Soup's point, when he said, you know, it's, it's easier. Well, not really his point, but um, it's easier to give other people advice than it is to give yourself advice because, because you don't have that. You don't have that like inner critic that's just blocking all this stuff. Like you confuse yourself. Like you tell yourself so much shit and it like confuses you. And you don't even know what the real problem is some of the times, whereas an outsider could probably <laughs> spot it a mile away, you know, but we also don't tell a lot of people like our, our feelings. So I'm a what huge proponent of journaling. What's think that? of yourself, think of yourself from an outside perspective. It's, it's not so much that it has to be an outsider. It's you can reframe your mind to look at your situation as though you were an outsider. So you, you like, you look at your facts and you say, well, if I had someone that I knew that came to me with this issue or this problem, what would I tell them to do? And purely by reframing that, you can give yourself different advice than if you say, what should I do, right? It, it depersonalizes the decision and also separates the decision from the feelings you have about the situation or the decision. Yeah, totally true, totally true. I, oftentimes, you know, well, we look at worst case scenario and that's all we can think about. And that's, we, that's, we just, it goes over and over and over. Whereas outsider or looking at it from an outside perspective, you're like, okay, well, that's just one way. Like, sure. Worst case scenario is there, but there are many other scenarios. And, and then you start giving yourself some validation, some proof. Like I have been through this. I know I can get through this. I've, I've done this before. Come on. You know, it's just with that perspective. And, um, Honestly, yeah, you're absolutely right. We go to worst case scenario. We always play that game, and you know that's 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 like centuries of 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 what we were going through coming to the surface. Like because we always were trying to protect ourselves from the things that seem little now, which like could get you kicked out of a tribe or eaten by, eaten by a lion. And we, our brains still go to that, even though it's like getting up on stage to talk in front of somebody, or you're going through a rough time, and your brain still goes to that. It's it's an amazing thing. So I'm a huge fan of journaling, actually. Um, I do a gratitude journal every night. It's not quite the same as journaling, but there's some of that there just to find gratitude in my life because, like, when I'm going through a hard time and yeah. I just, like, you forget about the little things to be grateful for. Um, yeah. But I, I've met more than more than one person that has figured out their life's purpose by journaling every day. They just journal yeah. every day. They didn't know what the hell they wanted to do. And after, like, a couple months of journaling every day, it, it, it became clear to them what they love doing. It's amazing. And I'll, I'll say even this, like I, I like to do it every day. I give myself like tasks to do it every day. I challenge myself to do it every day. I don't do it every day, but the, but when I do, man, is it eye opening? And it really, I just, you know, and, and that's why I was at the end. I'm always like, okay, Brody, do this more often. Like this is exactly the, the stuff you need to do. Um, but it's just, uh, 
I, I come away with different plans and, and that's part of it too. Like you're just being able to, when you're stressing over something and you don't have a plan, all you can do is stress over it. Like there's just, you're just going to keep going in circles. But if you can create a little plan out of it, all right, now I've got something to work towards. So a lot of, a lot of my, my questions and answering ends with a plan, you know, like, okay, going forward, this is, you know, where we're going. This is what we're doing. This is how we're thinking. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, absolutely great advice, man. Um, yeah, I, I don't really have, I mean, so <laughs> I don't want to keep talking about this. I could talk about yeah, this yeah, for an hour, it, right. but, um, <laughs> have you ever, have you, do you, have you ever kept a notebook by your bed? Yeah. Yeah, um, definitely. So like what I would do is I would gratitude journal at night and then I would wake up in the morning and reread like my gratitudes and that would help in the morning um, when, when I was, you know, re- really down in the dumps or something. But also, you know, those nights that you just can't sleep, your mind is racing because that's what happens. Finally, you settle down and then your mind goes wild all day. You can keep yourself busy with tasks, but you can't keep it busy at night. Your mind goes wild. You wake up and you can't go to sleep it helps to just write down the things that you're thinking because like you're on your mind because like, I think your mind doesn't want to let them go. But if you write them down, you're kind of getting them on paper. It's getting out of your mind. It's there. You can deal with it in the morning. Then it's like structurally you're setting it aside. You're going to deal with it in the morning and that helps you get back to sleep. Totally. And sometimes, so to one little thing with that, I'll even, if I don't have a pad or paper next to me, I'll even send myself emails. <clears throat> Sometimes it's not negative stuff. I'm not, I'm not stressed or I'm not depressed. I'm not, it's just like, I got a lot of shit going on. Yeah. So I'll, I'll just like, I got to get this out of my head and I'll just send myself an email like, Hey, to do. And I just barf it out and then send it. I'm okay. I'm, I'm great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. Well, geez, yeah, you guys good. had such good ones. You took, you took all the time, but uh, I'm going to give mine. We won't talk about it long. Um, so my, mine is actually a little bit different because it's simply a quote, but it was like a quote that I heard. It was actually, I believe it was Tim Ferriss that said it. I listened to his podcast a lot and uh, I list, it was, it was either him or James Altucher, both of whom I, I love, but uh, I'm pretty sure it was Tim Ferriss. It was probably like four or five years ago. I was going through a hard time and he said, look, sometimes life takes something you want in order to give you something that you need. And it doesn't seem that profound on the surface, but now I look back at all of these like things that had hurt me throughout life. And, and if I think about it like that and I'm like, yeah, you know, I probably wouldn't have been happy with that person. I probably wouldn't have been happy had I done this. And, you know, it wasn't my choice maybe for, for it to go away. Maybe, maybe I had, um, I had a part in it or I played a role in that, but it wasn't my choice maybe to not have it. But it, it's, it's always really important for me now. Anything bad that happens, I think, look, you know, I didn't want it to happen this way, but maybe it's for a good reason. So I always, I, th- that one stuck with me a lot. What's that? No matter what, there's at least a lesson from that. You've learned something from that, okay. even if that's all that you got. Even the even the worst things that can happen to you, which is like you know you make a mistake, like you, those things you look in your past and you're like, oh god, like I, I can't get over it. If you learn from it, like it's it's you're you're gaining from it. You're you know we all make mistakes, we all have failures, we all do stupid shit. Um, yeah. But if you learn from it, it's all right because we all do that. That's part of life. 
totally. You, do you listen to Byron Katie at all, or have you? No. Is that like a podcast uh, or like or what is that? It's uh, she's an author. She also um, I, I would highly recommend Byron Katie. She has a thing called the Work. It's four questions you ask, um, and, you, and you just work through. It's a journaling thing too, but <clears throat> highly, highly recommend it. But it's it's the same type of thing. You challenge your your thoughts. You challenge your beliefs around the thoughts too. So what you're doing there is you have a set of, of beliefs around that thing that happened. And then you're by challenging it, we're saying, you know, because of that happened, this, this was allowed. So you're just, you're just challenging that belief. Sure. But it's a, a lot of what she does is, is challenges that belief. And because a lot of times it's just, it's just bullshit. It, again, back to what Sufa was saying, it, it what, what happened is what happened. And then it's all this meaning that you put around it that causes the suffering. And if you can change that thought process, like what you're saying, um, then you can, you can move on it. You can learn from it. You can, you can change the narrative. You can, you can change what it means to you. This means nothing or this, this means everything, you know, it's, you can, you can change, you can change the way you actually feel about it. I, so, yeah, I, love that you, I love that you said you can change the narrative because everything, honestly, and it seems so simple, but it's so hard is mindset. If you have the right mindset for you, you can do and get through anything if you have the right mindset for it. And it, it which is hard to do. I say it like it's easy. It's not. But yeah, you're right. You, you change the narrative to 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 support a positive aspect of it because we always focus on the negative. Right. Easier exactly. to think how you feel about something that's happened than to have a time machine and go back and change what actually happened. Like you can't do that, right? It's However, just because it's happened doesn't mean that you have to feel that way about what happened, right? Mm -hmm. You you get to control how you feel about it, and maybe you want to feel like that's okay, right? But like, but but the feelings about it are not intrinsically tied to the actual. Um, occurrence in, in, in what happened right like the, they're they're two separate things that can be dealt with separately totally, totally. yep yep absolutely. and feelings yeah having feelings 100 you allow yourself to have those feelings right that that's part of it but but you don't have to have that story that goes with it and, and that can be everything like death you know like some the stuff that really causes grief um again i, I highly recommend checking out uh byron katie so done and done. How, how do you, you you'll have to message that to me because i'm going to put that in the show notes so people can look it up yeah look, for sure yeah yep. perfect um all right that's like, we're over on time we're, we're yeah. trying to keep these things that are around 15 minutes i have no problem going over but <laughs> good subject man good talk i appreciate yeah. it um once again suf and brady thank you guys for uh coming on and uh We'll see you guys next time on the Life Next Level Happy Hour podcast. Thank you again for listening to the Life Next Level podcast, where my hope is simply to give you a little inspiration for the day by reading some of my articles or by having a conversation around topics like motivation, personal growth, happiness, or mindset, all to help you live your life next level. Thank you again, and I hope you have a great day.